When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It just starts in black and white. And now we're in glorious color. Technicolor to be specific. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hour 2 of Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming on our my talk app. Go download that if you haven't done so already. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Thanks for being here. We kick off a weekend. A weekend. That's right. Oh. Somebody ate her Honey Nut Cheerios this morning. Yeah, I know. I feel really good today. Good. Good. Yes. Right? Good, good. It's so nice out, and yesterday was just beautiful, and oh. have a great weekend ahead. Oh, good. Let's well, see what, what the pollen you... count is? No. <laughs> oh, right. Well, here we go. Ignore yeah. that. <laughs> Let's do the farm report, the pollen report with Don McLean. Pork futures are up. Oh, yeah. uh, my pork bellies. Yes. Hog reports. Lex, tell everybody again if for the seven o'clock friends, tell everyone about the walk tomorrow because so oh, you get a big yes. old crowd out there. Oh, the walk for wishes um, for um, Make a Wish Minnesota. The foundation, um, we learned mostly about them during Project Down and Dirty with Don and Steve. That was their charity, raised lots of money for them. And what's great is that uh, they want to grant more wishes. And this is a great way to do it. Sign up for the walk. It's at Minnehaha Park Falls. So it's just going to be absolutely gorgeous out there. And it's a 5K. You can also just go and show up and say, hey, we'll have my talk gear to give out and family friendly. So it's going to be really fun. They have games and activities, a pet zone. Pet zone? Yeah. Bring that pup. Ooh. A cat. Well, I'd like to see a cat on a leash. Oh. Uh, or so. maybe a ferret or something. I mean, you could bring any of oh, your furry oh, friends. Oh, don't bring a ferret, please. Don't bring a ferret. <laughs> no, cats don't like it. I mean, rarely. Cats don't either. You have to train them since Ferrets they're don't uh, either. just born to yeah. do that. They don't oh, like dude, to go dude. along with leashes. No, 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 oh. no, no. You can but, register now online, or you can register in person at 9 o'clock. There's a little program. I'll MC it at 9.30, and then we start walking at 10. And it's aw. just a quick, easy, and, breezy walk. And we found out, uh, we checked the weather. It's going to be nice for y'all. So, yes! Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, our next story has a little audio clue. Um, I, I, Lex and I were uh, similar in uh, loving this woman yesterday. Linda Carter continues to be a wonder woman. I love her. She's so kick-ass. 
But why specifically are we loving oh, Linda man. today? She's just shutting down all the haters on Twitter. I did not realize this, but Wonder Woman is a sign of queerness. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> So she wished everyone happy pride, and you know she got the tweets. Ah, Wonder Woman's not a symbol of uh, for pride. What are you talking about? And she says, no, she's a hero for bisexuals. Oh. The comic book writer Greg Rucka explained uh, back in 2016 there was an article out that indeed Wonder Woman's bisexual in the news story Wonder Woman Year One. Oh, well, who knew? Awesome. I didn't. Who knew mm-hmm. that Diana Prince was bisexual? There you go. <laughs> when did she have time <laughs> to be any sexual? Oh, thank you. I mean, she's whipping that whip around. <laughs> when did she have time to go to all the bars? I mean, when, seriously, when did she have time to date? Bars. All, yeah, when did she? <laughs> she can't be drinking alcohol. That just isn't good for her spinning. I mean, no. the next day you're hungover, yeah. there might be an emergency. Mm-hmm. There could be. There, there could be some orphans that need saving. That's right. Or, or a family trapped in a sinking car. I mean, come on, Wonder Woman. And you gotta oh. be careful going to those happy <laughs> so hours. All our magical items, yeah. Uh huh. Lasso and um, those bracelets, right? That lasso could come in really handy in the bedroom. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. From a mm-hmm. distance. From a distance. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get back a little bit. Get the full whipping action. Yeah, I I love it. I saw her tweet yesterday when I, I was scouring the internet. And uh, I retweeted it, and it was so just perfect. I wrote, you know, you got to love a day when Wonder Woman wipes the floor with Twitter bottom dwellers. But, um, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she, I didn't write Wonder Woman, but if you, to, if you want to argue that she is somehow not a queer or trans icon, they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, every time someone comes up to me and says that WW helped them while they were closeted, it reminds me how special the role is. Oh. Yes. Yeah, she's just a good lady. Uh, Linda Carter's just a really good lady. And my goodness, have you guys mm-hmm. seen her lately? Oh my! Wow, stunning. Uh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I, I, I think she's in her seventies now. She oh, has yeah, to be. She has to be. Wow. Linda Carter. Yeah, how old is she? Let's see Uh-oh. here. Seventy two. Seventy. 70, right yeah. on the dot? Oh She'll turn that's, 71 in July. That is 71. That is 71, yep. Oh. Let me look at that. Yeah, there wow. she is at the Wonder Woman movie premiere. Wow, if that's 71. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I don't look that good at 47. So that's, I have something to achieve. I have something to look forward oh, to. Man, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was so, Linda was so beautiful back in the show. So unbelievably beautiful. Uh, just her eyes and just, oh, I remember having, oh, I remember having a huge little gay boy crush on her. Yeah. Obviously, because I bought Wonder Woman underoos and dressed up like Wonder Woman. But yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I was like, oh, look at her. She's so pretty. I just want to be that strong and flip around and do those cool things and look like that and have that costume. <laughs> I wanted to spin. I yeah. all I wanted to do. I wanted that power. I wanted to spin and transform. I mean, I I thought that was the forget Superman and the dumb, you know, uh, uh, phone booth. No, I wanted to spin and turn into something. You know. Oh, sorry. I was trying to do a 
a spin. Do your right spin, Jace. Yeah, I was trying to do the spin and uh, the transformation, but she just, I thought that was the coolest superhero transformation of all of oh, all of them. Is. They're just awesome. All of her magic yeah, here items. we go. <laughs> Girl. Oh, 70s music. Oh, anyway, 712 is the time. We love you, Linda Carter. We sure I get her on the show. Wonder if she ever does uh, press tours. That'd be great. Maybe she can take her invisible jet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back, a little TV talk. Uh, Alexis and Dawn tried Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm very curious what they thought. And a little bit later, Real World New Orleans. That and more when we return. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews from my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website website hughes-dental.com while you're on her website check out the free video consult be sure to let them know that jason told you that hughes dental is the only choice for your smile makeover every pure intention and now a safety tip from veronica poo nash but i'm not going to the ocean because that's the shark's house okay the shark has the right to eat you up when you in his house when chickens come in my house guess what they get ate When pigs come in my house, they own the plate. This has been a safety tip from Veronica Poo Nash. That's right. Very important. Don't go in the shark's house this summer. The ocean is the shark's house. If you're not invited, don't go in. But I love to body surf. Nope, you're not invited. What? The ocean is the shark's house. I'll leave them alone. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on My Talk and streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. And for your convenience on the old internets, the good old-fashioned internets. Wow. It's good for working and email porn and listening to my talk. That's <laughs> all it's for. That's right. That's right. Oh. That's all it's for. Let's talk a little TV. Working, working. that's right, comma. Yeah, not working porn. Uh-huh. No, well, no, I mean, not working. I mean, there, you, there is office slash. porn, but that doesn't do anything right. for us. No, no. Yeah, who wants to? Um, hi, can you take a little dictation for me, please? Oh. A little, can you take? <laughs> so, take what? <laughs> dictation, what secretaries used to do. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. talk and you write it down. First of all of In them. shorthand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank 
you, Mrs. Let's Cunningham. Let's take it. Okay. Um, every so often, we taste TV, so you don't have what to. What is this, a taste test? Taste test? I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. Alexis and Dawn have tried the new, the newest franchise, uh, the newest entry in the Real Housewives franchise, Dubai. What'd you guys think? Talk to, tell me. I'm hoping that it gets better, Dawn. My oh. big takeaway is that I want to go to Dubai. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to go there. Me and that too. just confirmed that. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I don't find any of them likable. I'm hoping maybe in the next episodes I will, but they're all very interesting women. Yeah. Uh, the one who gets on my last nerve is Chanel Ayan. Uh, she oh was not God. invited to a party, <laughs> and she was having major feelings about it and couldn't let it go at a dinner party. But then at the same time, there would be no drama if she didn't have those feelings because That's Sarah right. is all chill about it. She wasn't invited either or wasn't there. So, you know, it's kind of like a bittersweet double-edged sword with her. I don't know if I'll like her later, but I'm going to give it a three-taste try, but I didn't love it. Done. How about you? Didn't love it. Okay. Uh-uh. Um, I did love it. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Um, I have notes on all the people. I'm not going to go through them, of course, but um, it's it's a level of wealth that's different from the other housewives shows because Dubai oh, yeah. is oh, the yeah. most expensive city to live in in the world. Uh, I do love that. There are some characters who feel there's a, a woman who is a rebellious Muslim and she calls herself a Muslim fusion person. Her name is Sarah and she doesn't wear a burqa. She says, you can live and do whatever you want in Dubai. She's oh, like, I'm yeah. not going to have anybody tell me what to wear. <laughs> so yeah. You're like, wow. OK, some of them come from very humble beginnings. The one that gets on your last nerve she is a model. She looks like Amon, and her name is Ayan. Her name is Chanel Ayan. She was born in Kenya in a very small village. Like, they did not even have a doctor, she said at one oh point. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, because people are like, oh, did you have, did you, have you ever had a nose job? She's like, where would I get a nose job? We didn't even have a doctor in my village. Like, <laughs> she basically <laughs> came from nothing, and she was got into the modeling world, met her husband in uh, Brazil. Is he from Idaho? He is. Yeah, he is. I looked that, up all the husbands. Okay. Researched them. Okay, good. The one thing that I did love about her, she speaks like four different languages. She does. She's very accomplished. She really is. And she is feeling herself. I mean, she has the best. She says the funniest thing. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just about like, well, I'm so beautiful. I mean, why would anyone want to be in a room with me? I mean, it's just like, 
I she, took that as a lot of insecurity. Oh. But she had some super funny lines like, instead of tit for tat, she said tit for toot. Yeah. I will not do this tit for toot. Yeah. And then my friend was like, it's tit for tat. Um, it's like Ramona. Ramona does all the time. Yeah. Messing up mountain on a molehill, making yeah mm, lemons yes. into lemonade. And, yeah, just, yes. Um, there's oh. a character that's kind of like Dorit. She's a Jamaican-American, and her husband, they met in Miami at a club 10 years ago. He's British, and she has a fashion deal. Um, she oh. is good friends with Ayan, and her name is Lisa Milan. I really do like her. Uh, you know, a lot of these, they're, I think all of them are mothers, so it's interesting to see how they're raising their kids. Some people, one of them, uh, Caroline Brooks, she is a self-made woman. She is a real estate agent. She has two houses that one of them looks like a palace. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, she was married to somebody, but she said when she divorced him, she didn't want anything but her son. So she had nothing. And from there has built herself up in the real estate world in Dubai. And I'm telling you. Wow. It's like, uh, how do you even. Wow. I was really impressed with her. Overall, I think there's a lot of tension between the women and it's going to make a good show yeah there was Maybe a- that's what i'm responding to it just feels like already lots of bad blood oh but they do know each other and that's what's good yeah it's not like they're just putting strangers together and then there's a- caroline which caroline then man there's two of them caroline stanbury she's uh-huh. british and she <laughs> Oh, she she's is getting tr- remarried. Potster. Oh, she is. Um, she moved to Dubai seven years ago. She got divorced last year. She had been with her ex-husband for like 19 years. Now she's marrying this young guy who's 27. His name is Sergio. And he is not bad to look at. Let me just tell you that. Um, yeah, very nice. Uh, she had a bachelorette party and he was there because he did not want to have a bachelor party. And oh. some people were invited, and some people were not. Oh. Um, and, and then they had a dinner <laughs> and talked about it. The best thing that happens at the end is that there is a cameo of somebody who will appear on the show. And I'll just go ahead and say it. That person is Phaedra Parks. Yes. No way. I was like, was- oh, oh, yes. She- Phaedra, Phaedra makes an appearance? She's Yes. Who she's one she of their friends. friends and I don't know who she's friends with, but I'm like, oh, oh yep. I'm watching this. Yeah. Oh, if Phaedra's on, I'll watch if Phaedra's on there. You should just try at least the first episode and uh, see what you think. It's, you know, it's not an hour and a half one. They don't do that to you. It's just, you know, 54 minutes or whatever. Well, you know, I love the taglines. Mm-hmm. Here are the taglines yes. uh, for the Dubai Housewives. Here we go. They don't hate me because I'm beautiful. They hate me because they're basic. A woman should be two things. Who and what? She wants. The desert is ruthless, but nothing is more savage than me. The only thing you can take from me are notes. If you think money can't buy you happiness, you clearly haven't been to Dubai. In the city of gold, nothing shines brighter than me. That's the... Oh, wow, you're right. There There are are two Carolines. There are two. That's confusing. The last one was the British one, so... Okay. I mean, what uh, I like Phaedra about it is friends with the Caroline Caroline Brooks. Oh, That's who okay. she's friends with. Yes. Okay. The self-made uh, real, estate agent. real estate agent. Oh, perfect. Yep. 
I like well, it because there's no, it's brand new and you don't have to know anything in the past. Mm-hmm. You don't have to catch up. This is a new entry. Group. Easy. Yep. That's true. Interesting. Not Potomac or Dallas or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'll try it. You guys yeah. have convinced me. I'll give it a little three taste try. Yeah. As is the case usually with uh, Mondays, it's the case today. No game when we come back because there's just so much TV to talk about. Uh, we taste tested uh, how is, now that we're in it, uh, Beverly Hills, another episode. I have strong feelings about Ooh. one of the wives. Oh. And that, yes. And let me be crystal clear on my feelings when we come back, Ooh. back in a moment. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology, and it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N dot E-D-U or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. Hi, I'm Larry Hagman, better known as J.R. Ewing. Hi, I'm Linda Gray, also known as Sue Ellen Ewing. And you're listening to the world's biggest Dallas fans, Jason and Alexis. On my talk, 101. 107.1. That's perfect. No, that's perfect. Leave it like that. That's perfect. It's funny. We'll bleed it out. That's perfect. 107.1. That's perfect. 107.1. What a pleasure. And it was a pleasure. Ten years ago this week. No, Jason, really? Texas for the premiere of Dallas on TNT and met Larry Hagman and Linda Gray. There we go. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, There's Larry Hagman, the late, great Larry Hagman. I know the late, great Larry Hagman, not knowing our call letters. Well, that was all my fault, Jason. (laughs) We didn't know that they were willing to record drops for us. So I just started scribbling really quickly. Like, and my, I guess my seven looked like a one. Oh, yeah, you had a little European thing. 101.1. Yeah. And Larry told Lex that she needed to work on her, uh, you need you need to work on your penmanship, darling, or your handwriting. Yeah. Called her out, was like, look, oh, I can't yeah. read this. And then Linda goes, we're the old ones. You're, you you got to write better for the old people. She also, so. remember, she dropped some shade, too, because she also said, not only are we the old ones, but she said, we're the smart ones. Yeah. yeah. The other ones <laughs> might not get it. And I was like, ooh, Linda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Friday, June 3rd, 2022. Uh, Beverly Hills had a new episode uh, this week. And uh, <laughs> you guys watch. Uh, what you think? I, I got to tell you, I went I've gone up and down on Crystal um, to give you reference. My talkers, if you aren't overly familiar with the show. A Crystal made news last year because she was the first Asian-American cast member on Beverly Hills. So just to give you kind of context of who we're talking about, if you don't know the ins and outs of this franchise, that's who I'm t- referring to. 
Last year, she had a big fight with Sutton, the Southern Bale. Um, and she is married to one of the producers of The Lion King. So there's just some bio info on on Crystal. I liked Crystal toward the end of the season. I did not like her in the first few episodes of last year. The first few episodes of this year, I really liked her. I was like, oh, this is a new... This is a new crystal. Her and Sutton have made up. It didn't seem so dramatic. Neither, you know, uh, Sutton and, and Crystal's relationship seemed very normal. And I was like, oh, this is delightful. And then this week's episode, she did something that I think is just really dangerous. And I wonder if she painted herself into a corner that she can't get out of. Ooh, and really, yeah, oh, and it was it was I don't I don't know if you felt the same way, but I, I thought it was really I want to use the S word. I thought it was incredibly crappy what she did. Now, again, I gave you all of that bio stuff on purpose. She has made up with Sutton. OK, from last year. Well, Crystal to the other wives when Sutton wasn't around, talked about one of their initial Fights, one of their initial conversations, and passive aggressively alluded to the fact that Sutton said something problematic in terms of race. And and very dark. Very dark and problematic. Well, what you didn't what you didn't see, what they didn't put in the show was what Sutton said before the cameras rolled. And it was very dark and problematic. Now, Kyle, who was standing right there, is like, what? Kyle's like, I was, no, she uh, didn't. No, no, she didn't. What I was are right there. talking about? And Crystal gaslit her and was like, Kyle, you were drunk. And Kyle's like, no, I actually wasn't. I'm saying that, I wasn't uh, drunk. Oh. I do yeah. remember. And then when confronted, oh. she does that. She does that thing that people, she was talking in circles and she's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say what she said. You can't do that. You Especially can't drop. Not there to defend well, yes. herself. Oh, she wasn't there. And then when, even when Sutton was there, when they talked about it again and again, guess who cuts right through the BS? Garcelle. Garcelle wasn't on the show. <laughs> nothing would happen. No, no progress. She's like, well, tell her what did she say? What'd she say? Ha- like she forces people to say things out loud, and I'm like, without How Garcelle, was that an erection, guys, was that? Did she open? She up gets more? mad. She's like, you can't say that because it does it affect me. And she's like, yes, but I can't say it. It's in the past. We've moved on. Well, now you brought something up that everybody's wondering what it is. And if you're not going to say it, Garcelle's like, just say it. Did she ever then, say it, guys? No. 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 It's awful. So it's, it's hanging out there. It's oh. damaging. And, you know, this is what's problematic. Let me use her word. This is what's problematic. You're not just talking about, oh, Sutton was dissing your hairstyle. Oh, Sutton was talking about your husband's pee-pee size. You know what I mean? I, no. Nothing stupid. She is uh, insinuating that Sutton said something racist. Let's cut through the BS. That's what she and is insinuating. Really, something really da- bad. Really dark Ooh. and problematic. And That's that her words. But, and you know what else really made me mad about it? Is that this was she brought this up during a time where Dorit was expressing how traumatized she is from that break-in and how she has PTSD and how she cannot feel okay. 
all of a sudden, Crystal's like crying, and they're like, "What's wrong with you?" And she's like, "I just it just reminds me, you know, how upset I was last year when you guys told me I couldn't feel what I felt about how." Sutton came into the room when she was undressed accidentally to return her coat and she felt violated. She said she felt violated. And she's like, you told me I couldn't use that word. And you basically pigeonhole people into saying you can't have your feelings and you wouldn't let me own my feelings. And then she went on to double down and say, I can use the word dark. It's just a word. It's a it's one syllable. And it's just like, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like Sutton, but this is completely unfair that she brought it up. And Dorit is like, okay, everybody was sort of like, Crystal, not the time to get in your feelings about something that happened a year ago. Uh, She was just held at gunpoint. You know what I'm saying? It was so inappropriate, the timing. And I mean, oh, I it bothered me. I I did not like that. That's that's really dangerous to do to somebody, and then to be oh I can't say it. I'm not, well, you kind of did. Yeah, now you kind of have to. So many times for being, you know, saying the wrong thing. And oh. oh, did they preview to the next episode? And is there some resolve, mm-hmm. or is it just? It no, seems she's to be still more fighting about it oh. and doubling down. Yeah, and she is just like a brick wall. She's. There's another conversation. She won't say it. And there and again, Garcelle's like, come on. (laughs) Garcelle's cracking me up. She She does. She's like, no. Whether it's Erica. Not say it. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's Erica or um, Erica claiming that it's possible that the victims are lying. And Garcelle cuts (gasps) to Garcelle. Garcelle goes, what? (laughs) Yeah. Erica's like, we don't know whether or not those victims actually got their money. So I can't say. And we're like, oh. (gasps) And it cuts to Garcelle, and Garcelle, Garcelle's face is like, what you, you, What do you mean you think there's a possibility that the victims could be lying? So a p- oh. bunch of poor people in the Philippines are all lying, lying and saying, let's scheme and say we didn't get our payments. Orphans <laughs> yeah. got together and said, hey, let's double dip. Uh-huh. Or somebody was in charge of having them lie. I, I don't know, but it was a really and how that transaction too. It's not like they're just taking a bunch of cash. I mean, there's going to be receipts. Yeah, <laughs> she's insinuating that they're investigating that, and there could have been some fraud. I'm oh. like, oh god, it's it was it was juicy. It was juicy. It proves why this is still one of the uh, Atlanta. Oh. And Beverly Hills is just the best. It's the it's the diamond. It really is now that New York has faltered. Mm. It's just so good. It's so good. When we come back, Alexis, and now I do. Now that I watched it, now I know why you wanted me to watch it. Uh-huh. We have we have strong thoughts about one of our current favorite shows, The Real World New Orleans. Uh, we'll talk about that. Plus, SJP talks about Kim Cattrall. Finally, Ooh. she has her side of the story. Finally, when we come back. TV taste test continues. Uh, Real World New Orleans Homecoming spins on on Paramount Plus. It continues. I don't want to speak for Alexis, but for me, it continues to be a delight on Wednesdays. I really don't want it to end, and I think next week it ends, and I'm bummed. It does, geez. Yeah, there's only eight episodes. Yeah, it's been so good. Uh, but I have a feeling, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, uh, that we are feeling the same way about one of the cast members, and that cast member is Kelly 
Wolf, married to Scott Wolf, the blonde on the show. Come on, um, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, not Julie. Julie's complete opposite. She's like an open book. Yeah. And Kelly is really guarded. And, and she was the initial run. But I, for a while in the beginning of the, this current episode, I thought, okay, well, she's opening up. This is good. She's kind of saying how she feels and opened up about her high school days and how she was bullied. And some pretty mean things happened to her. And she kind of had that when she went into the the house the first time. And you'd think by now maybe she'd be more open or at least attempt to. And I feel like she just can't get there. And it looks like she's probably going to leave in this episode right before the, the last episode. Mm-hmm. And thinking, Kel, come on. Yeah. I'm Open one, up. I'm with you. I enjoy her. I think she's, I follow her on Instagram. I think she is very nice. I really do. I think she has a good heart. Yeah. She has a good head on her shoulders. Um, I enjoy her husband. I think she's a, anyway, but I have been frustrated with her almost since the beginning because just like her in the initial season, my thought is why in the hell did you sign up for this? What did you expect? You were, you have been a wet blanket from the moment you got there you've had you've had pockets you've had moments of um you've had moments of uh oh okay i'll do this oh I, you've had moments where you've wanted to participate but you've sat in your room you've worked on your book you i mean they've shown all this stuff and it's like wow you really just are very disconnected and you just seem over it and that you don't want to be there. And I I don't understand. We'll never understand what that's like. We're, we haven't we weren't a part of that. We didn't have our 20 something life dissected in front of MTV audiences. Mm-mm. But I will say this is not the first iteration of this homecoming show. No. She's watched hopefully the other seasons reunite. This is the deal. Yeah. You're going to have some uncomfortable moments where they put the siren on and you need to go to the living room and watch some Cringe footage from yeah. before and react. Is that how they do it? They put on a siren and say, "Guess what? Look it's at like yourself." It's like an incoming message. Yeah, oh, and, they, and it's always a, <laughs> but it's butt clench. Urgh, I gotta get over there. But it's a topic that they, you know, unresolved. You know, yeah. maybe an unresolved topic that they can kind of come to some closure, which is good. I mean, that's good producing. That's yep. that's Not for surprising. them. You know, that's that's good. That's growth. That's, you know, turning reality TV into something worthwhile, which I think, you know, especially Danny really wanted. He doesn't like re- trashy reality TV. He hoped that this was going to be something higher. Look, I love Danny and Lord knows I wanted to marry him in the year 2000. But I do kind of get a little eye roll sometimes with him because I follow him, too, on Instagram. And it's a little too woo woo for me. I'm like, Danny, oh, it's is. MTV, girl. It's 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 MTV uh, and it's the real world. It's it's <laughs> let's come on. Now, come on, be my baby tonight. tonight yeah. <laughs> now, I will tell you uh-huh. it. It helped to follow Danny because he gave he spilled some tea and gave some um, background or he gave uh, a perspective on the Julie situation oh, that we did? did not know. Yes. What did he say? I okay. don't follow him yet. Well, his story was deleted, but luckily I read it a few times. So I, uh, for the show, oh. so I remember it. <laughs> it was deleted. Um, so in the episode, Julie shows a picture of her husband, like trying to be funny, a picture of her husband 
to Kelly and the cast members, including Danny, and everyone laughs, but Kelly. Kelly's very uh, embarrassed. She's like, this is a boundary. I don't really want to see your husband. On the show, uh, she says that the picture was just him shirt. Julie says it was just a picture of her husband shirtless. Danny is claiming that is not true, that it was a penis pic. <laughs> and that the editing was very, He Danny goes, it was a very interesting edit for that woman. He kept referring to that Julie woman? as that woman. And he oh. only tagged Kelly and Melissa and the real world on the story. And he said, he goes, uh, and come to think about it, generally speaking, that woman has received a very generous edit from the show oh. that doesn't depict all of the true facts of any given situation. What were their reactions? Were they like, oh, oh, Kelly especially was like, I don't need to see that. No, no, yes. no. But oh. it, and that, but it did. Gosh, whoa. Okay, because the editing, mm-hmm. it's so true. It made it seem like he was just shirtless. And why would you have that like, come on, reaction Kelly. to that? Right. No, that it makes was a, a big difference. It was a peen pick. I don't want to say I, that either. Now, mm. now since I I've called Kelly a wet blanket and she's kind of gotten on my nerves, I will be fair though. I will tell you yeah. if you're not into something, I I commiserated with her. I bonded with her when they get to the brunch and she is capital O over it. She is over it. She's really over Julie and Julie is very immature. Julie, my, my husband made this observation that Julie and you, but I can't even blame Julie. It's one of those situations where I don't think Julie had a normal 20 something life. And now in her thirties and forties, she is having a sexual revolution and she feels freer to say and do whatever she wants. And I can't begrudge her for that. However, it is very immature and Julie can be immature. And if you are not in that space, it is secondhand embarrassment. And I was feeling I was feeling for Kelly in that moment when in the at the brunch and uh, the subsequent conversations in the car. Julie's in the front or Kelly's in the front seat going, oh, my God, I just don't want to be here. While, you know, um, uh, Julie's in the back seat going, woo, there's a Mardi Gras parade. Woo! <laughs> yeah, she's so over the top. Is she, is she's, she used to be a uh, Mormon. Is that? Yes. Yes. OK, so she really had a long period of time where she wasn't. So she's like 18. <laughs> yes, but no, for, seriously, yeah, it's a prob- development yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I can, I can see the point of view of both women. Um, I, I wish Kelly would have been uh, been in it to be to win it from the very beginning, or I just wish she wouldn't have signed on because she's cool. I think we she all is cool. Want to know, you know, what your life is like now, and what was it like right after? And she was the one that had a relationship outside of the home, so you know. How did that feel, feeling not so connected to your roommates? And they kind of called her out, Melissa, especially at the time. Um, But it just, yeah, just the potential where we could really have gotten to know her. And maybe if you sell her book, (laughs) talk about what you're writing about, at least. I don't know, something like that or your children or what it's like being married to um, Party of Five, dude. Yeah, I I, I just (laughs) I I'm. It just bummed me out. But yeah. now another positive. I love this show. Scott. Oh, God, I love this show. I do, too. I do, too. 
Uh, and did you love the other? Because this is the fourth iteration, right? Of of the real world. Third, yeah. I believe. The third one, yeah. Okay, and so did you like the other ones as well, or did no, you watch? not okay. as much. Oh yeah, I this like is them the all. Juicy one, okay. uh, but you're right. This one especially. Yeah, this was the cream of the crop for me. Bravo, uh, MTV, Par- Paramount Plus, the producers of this. Y'all did. You created some good television. You really have. Real world, homecoming, New Orleans on Paramount Plus. When we come back. Uh, I'll do this, Sarah Jessica Parker story and some Mike Rowe. <laughs>